but it's finally fucking recording, so... Okay. We're going with it. Let's just I'm go with it. I'm playing with this shit. All right. You know, you know it's a medical epidemic or pandemic yeah. when the random girls you find on Twitter, or on Tinder, I mean, they actually ask you to fucking wear condoms when you're fucking them now. What? That's how you know. That's how you know times are tough, man. Whoa. Yeah. So you're wearing condoms now. No, I'm, I'm not. just lying about it. So you're lying yeah. about wearing condoms now. Yeah. All right. That's how you know times are tough. Damn. It's epidemic. It's really hitting home now. It really is. It really is. It finally affects us all. Yeah. Who cares about your job that you can't go to now? <laughs> no, like prioritizing shit. Can Can you be a? Uh, like they didn't. They didn't make me wear condoms at work. So who gives a fuck about that? Like, can you be a bouncer from home? Can you work from home with that job? I wish. <laughs> just have iPads and everyone just stands there with iPads on the segways. Awesome. I would like that. No one's even allowed. No one's even allowed in the building anymore. Period. Really? Whoa. Like I don't. I don't think that. Well, I mean, it's closed. They don't do takeout or like no. takeout food, so I don't know if they even have like any of the kitchen staff there for this. I think they're <laughs> all closed down now too. Does House of Blues carry out? No. Well, they fucking should. Maybe they'll start now for this. Yeah, seriously. It's good food. I would get it for carryout if I had the really? choice. Fuck yeah, it's awesome. All right. Uh, the jambalaya. Oh, dude. Yeah, okay. Oh, Have some jambalaya. But dude, St. Patrick's Day is fucked now. Can't go to the bars in the morning. I mean, you can get it for carryout. So you can drive it home oh, with you. Oh, fuck. Dude, yeah, if carry anything, out. If anything, this is an improvement. Yeah, carry out from, uh, like, carry out your, what are those things called? Irish car bombs. Yeah. yeah, dude. Green beer. Oh, man. Kegs and eggs. Carry out. I mean, everyone celebrates St. Patrick's Day on Saturday, so why the fuck weren't you doing it then? Like every other college-aged kid. I saw that. What the fuck? They can't even do it on a Tuesday now? What the fuck is wrong with kids these it's days? Spring, they're on spring break. I mean... Fuck them, dude. No, no. Wait till the not, day. No, no. You do it on the Saturday, and then you go out and rally and do it again Tuesday. You get two St. Patrick's Days this way. If anything... I suppose that's this true. This is the one thing I'll give them credit for doing. This is brilliant. Two well, they're St. not going Patrick's out Tuesday. The price of one. I guarantee you that none of them are going out on Tuesday. Half of them are going to try. Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> They're dumb, cunty, millennial, like, entitled twats. Yeah. They're all going to fucking try this shit. Oh, so what are you drinking today for St. Patrick's Day? I believe we're supposed to be drinking this episode, right? Diet Dews and Reserves, what I always drink for every episode or every day oh, of sweet. life. Always. I'm doing some Guinness. Going no fucking claw? hard. No claw. Oh, that fuck. That would have been real hard. Wait, wait, wait. I have to send you a photo, and I want you to tell me if you've heard of this product before. Two products. Have you heard of this product? Oh, shit. So it is real. Four Loco Hard Seltzer. Didn't I send you Fuck. like a tweet or something about that that one time? Like they oh, you might have, like, yeah. mentioned they were going to do this, and I didn't know if it ever came to fruition, but shit. Apparently. Yeah, you might have mentioned that. And then there's one more here. So Four Loco has a seltzer. Here's I've who not, else has a seltzer. I haven't seen those in stores or anything yet, but I haven't been looking for them either. Well, maybe you should be. Holy shit. Tropic storm, <laughs> spiked tropic storm. Is is that a seltzer? That might not be a seltzer. Alloy series. What the, what the hell is an the, alloy series? They came out with like these uh, steel reserve various, alloy series. Like, by the fruity way, fruity flavored reserves. Yeah. Hmm. 
have not seen Tropic Storm. Like Ralph and I, uh, Jesse found us the uh, the grape, and Mary I think found us the blue one time. So we've tried those two, but no, I haven't had the Tropic Storm one. That one looks Damn. like it's probably like a, a lemony lime, like a Sprite of Steel Reserves or something. Mm. It looks good. I'll, I would like to drink do those, it. Do those have too much sugar for you? Oh, of course. They all do. But who cares? It's not going to deter me. All right. <laughs> so, because of this epidemic and the whole condom thing, I've hit a rough patch on the Tinder girls. But oh, I bet. There was a Chippendale show last week. I worked the merch booth for the Chippendales dudes. I did meet a girl there who came up after after the show to me and was like, "Hey, can I get your number?" I was like, "Um, wow, yeah, okay. why? I, yeah, like, I was why? super confused. <laughs> yeah, like everyone else in here is fawning over all those super hot guys, but I liked you because you were sweating a lot just standing there, and that's my <laughs> thing. I'm like, oh yeah, I was doing that profusely. Here you go." Yeah, so I was supposed to go out with her yesterday, but she has a little kid at home, and she's all freaked out and nervous about me giving uh, him all my illnesses. Which she will. Obviously. Well, I'm yeah. not going to give him the clap. I'm just going to give it to her and the HPV. Right. It's up to her and then if she passes it along or not. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Fucking sucks. Yep. Luckily, there weren't a lot of like super cool shows that got canceled. Um, yeah. Like we had that awesome Prince cover band. That was really Ooh. the only highlight one that I cared about. Hmm. But oh well. No, it just sucks, man. I want this shit to be over with. I'm tired of this shit. You brought it with you. It's all your <laughs> fault. No, the it sooner followed. you accept responsibility, followed, the sooner we can cure it. Right? It's like that That's movie that it follows. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's because you had sex that one time and now it's coming after you. Yeah. Until, Why you learn, the until you learn about like premarital underage sex, neither of which apply to you anymore. So nope, I don't know what happened. Dead, Thought I was doing it right. Yeah, the mistakes of your past have come back to haunt me now, just by association. This is bullshit. I blame you for this. Yeah, sorry everyone. It's my fault. Take full responsibility. That's enough about coronaviruses. Let's get this shit started. You what can't, do you think? You can't call it by name or else we'll get demonetized on the YouTube. That's fucking weird. Why is that? Why is all YouTube videos that say coronavirus is that in true? the title, they're automatically demonetized? Yeah. How fucking dumb is that? Wow. What the fuck? I haven't heard that. I mean, we don't throw this shit up on YouTube because none of us have figured yeah, out how care. to do that yet. And we. What do you mean? I know how to do it. It's you guys who so haven't figured it, out how to do it. Just get on the ball. I, I blame up, you guys. Hey, I put up those pictures on Facebook of the comic books we read. I figured mm. that out. I think you need to step up your game a little bit here. Yeah, we'll see. Let's start raking <laughs> in that advertisement money, yo. Yeah. Need that ad rev. Yeah. That's right. Except every episode will be instantly demonetized for the thousand cunts uh, episode, I swear. Or maybe they'll pay us per cunt. Dude. Huh? If we could get sponsored by a company called Cunt or the word Cunt Ooh. itself, yeah, Jesus Christ, look out. Sponsored Game by the over. word Cunt. That'd be All awesome. Right. Yeah. All right, let's get this train on the tracks. I'm ready for it. All aboard.
Hey everyone, welcome to Giraffes Have Black Tones Comics. I'm your host, Dave. And I'm Donnie. This week, we are talking about Transformers slash Ghostbusters, Ghosts of Cybertron. We're talking about Uncanny X-Men. Actually, that I found out that's volume two, issues 17 to 22. Uncanny X-Men, colon, Wolverine and Cyclops, or Cyclops and Wolverine. All right, okay. Uh, we're also talking about Birds of Prey, but not the current one. Not the movie. And we're going, yeah. yeah. Not the, the one that's relevant. Birds of Prey <laughs> right. classic. I mean, yeah. we had two weeks. It's kind of our own fault that we didn't bother like, <laughs> pirating that and just watching it to talk about. That would have made a little bit more sense, I think. That's on us, I guess. I'll you accept know what? responsibility for that one. I think we did it right. We did it just fine. Okay. And, and a Walking Dead update. Got two episodes of that to talk about. And the show 2020 came out. So fuck yeah. Of course I played that. I'll talk about that. Because you all love sports updates. Play the sports update drop now. Boom. Yeah, sports. Speaking of sports, I don't know. Who is playing sports in one of these comics? No one. No one's playing sports because all sports are canceled ever. Right. No one played sports at all, but um, the Ghostbusters were good sports about discovering a uh, alien robot Transformers. Drop. Airhorn. All right. Starscream? Yeah, Starscream. So, let's talk about Transformers and Ghostbusters. What'd you think about that one? It was fun. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I, I really didn't like how they illustrated Peter Bankman, though. That was my big negative about this entire thing. Like, yeah. He, he was animated very poorly. All the other Ghostbusters, it looked like they were sort of like updated versions of like the uh, real Ghostbusters cartoon that I grew up with like way back in like early 90s. Except oh, okay. Pete Venkman looked absolutely nothing like that version of him either. He looked, I don't know that I've ever seen a version of Pete Venkman that looked this bad, but that was the only real drawback of this whole thing. Oh, really? Yeah. You didn't have a problem with the uh, writing at all? I thought the writing felt like a fan fiction that I'm reading online or something. Just like the dialogue with them talking to each other. I don't know. I mean. Yeah, they, it's just they keep talking like, oh, I really like, uh, you know, they keep making references to the other source materials they're like oh that's kind of like this thing huh hmm? oh, maybe we're not shit. so different we forgot so what's that winston likes the sport of baseball but his favorite team is the la dodgers and that upset p vankman or that upset ray because they're oh. in new york and they have the yankees and the mets to choose from boom sports there's your drop <laughs> boom all right transition boom baseball reserve steel reserve and baseball <laughs> it's kicking in well just steel reserve right now actually yeah no baseball sadly yeah all right so this is about some robot called the traveler comes the cybertron and turns all the uh decepticons into ghosts and then uh they go to earth and then they meet the ghostbusters obviously they never really go into what is this the traveler person have you ever heard of that no it sort of looked like a character that we saw in that last Ghostbusters, or I mean that last Transformers book we read, though. Which one was that? Uh, it, like, I don't fucking know. It was some god character that, like, scared them all off, and that's why they escaped the planet at the last second. And that's why they crashed on that new planet or whatever, the Beast Wars, I think it was from. Right. Does that sound at all familiar? Uh, kinda. I think the Beast Wars. I don't, Wars, I don't know it? if it's supposed to be the same character or if it was just a one-off character for this. 
Beast Wars sounds familiar. Well, very familiar to me. But does, but no, I don't. Do I don't remember like that. them running no. away from. Uh, check the archives. They were yeah okay. So someone else go back and look at this. But yeah, that's that's what happened. So we never really hear from the traveler again. We just see the ghosts. And then there was some guy named uh, Krem Zeke who was walking around and I don't know what the fuck anyone's deal is though. It doesn't matter. It's all backstory. Yeah. They just want to see cool big robots fight become ghosts. Robot ghosts, dude. And yeah, and that that Krem Zeke was working with Starscream. And I don't get why, like, everybody seems to give Starscream a second chance. He gets, like, all the chances, man. Uh, I mean, the Ghostbusters have no familiarity or have no knowledge of who or what Starscream even is. So because the one Autobot who got the homing device to call him to Earth, because it was from Starscream, so he's like, well, I guess since he's in this ghost form, I'll give him a chance and we'll trust him. Well, I get yeah, that so... one chance, but then, yeah. He keeps escaping. I don't yeah. understand why they keep bringing him back out. Those goddamn Autobots are just so trusting and such good, good fucking robot cars that they just keep wanting to find him, finding him a real body to live in. Yeah, they wanted to find all the Decepticons a real body. We I have like, to find you a real body I so that like, we can continue the, the series. Battle, Megadron was like, no, you know what? fuck your offer to like put me whole again. I'm going to kill you instead in ghost form. And then all of his uh, backup are like, wait, no, this is an awesome deal. We yeah. want to live. Fuck <laughs> I like you. That too. We'll follow you at the end of this. If you don't die, be an asshole. But yeah, right. we want to fucking live, man. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Everyone's like, Megatron, you're such a fucking asshole. Even the other Decepticons. <laughs> it's awesome. The other thing is uh, the, they have a new, I assume this is an original character. Uh, what the fuck was his name? Ectatron is what they yeah. were calling. It was a, it was an eight syllable long name though. That's his shortened name is Ectotron. Yeah, right. And he kept complaining that people can't pronounce his name. I feel I feel him. I get that. Yeah. Don. yeah. Right. Too many syllables. That's right. Shorten it. But he his car form was of course the uh, the Ghostbusters truck. So whoa, that's so fucking. Cool. Well, they don't drive a truck to be first of all. What is it? Rape van? It's like a hearse. It's painted mm. over sort of. The ecto, a hearse. The ectoplasm. The ecto what the fuck is the car called? <laughs> ectoplasm. No fuck. <laughs> I don't remember the name of the car. The ecto something or rather. I don't remember either. Ectomobile. There probably. you go. That's it. Yeah. I think that would fit with the nineties. Buster mobile, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that works. And then Ghost Megatron like eventually figures out he can possess people near the end there, and he's possessing Ectatron and shit and Optimus Prime. That was pretty fun. Well, he tried to possess Optimus. He did not succeed. All right, yeah, sure. Oh, Optimus Prime painted himself white, which was interesting. No, because he shows up to Earth following the signal from Ectatron, but mm -hmm. they're already out on a, a Ghost Plus mission. So he just kind of like parks in a back alleyway and falls asleep for a while. And he gets spray painted and tagged by uh, some hooligans. Those damn so cover, hooligans. Cover that up and to kind of blend in a little bit. He paints himself as a Ghostbuster semi-truck. Those hooligans. Ruffians, goddammit. That's right. Yeah, the story was kind of nonsense, but it, it's really just about 
seeing Transformers yeah, the, be ghosts. It's yeah. really a second I mean, fiddle here. It's all about yeah, it really Ghostbusters is. <laughs> and the Transformers teaming up. This is all nostalgia for like old cartoons. They only had five issues to cram all this in, so you know, it yeah. couldn't take too much time to explain backstories and what the fuck's going on. Get no. To the, get to the stuff that matters, you know? Yeah, get to Ectatron finding his own, becoming a Ghostbuster, an honorary Ghostbuster. My favorite was always the uh, tape recorder guy who had the little, Oh, yeah. Like, uh, there was like a pterodactyl and like a, a wolf or whatever the fuck. Like his cassettes. The cassette tape animals yeah. that would come out of his chest. That was always my favorite action figure as a kid, so I was glad that he got to be in this one too. Was it, wasn't his name uh, like Soundwave or something? I think that's it, yeah. Or Boombox? I don't know. Something. Just call him Boombox. Then the other thing too was Ectatron was driving around the Ghostbusters and they're like, oh, what's it like with having, having all four of us inside you? And he's just like, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, that was a rare adult joke. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Thing. Yeah, for a kid's cartoon thing. But I mean, yeah, I didn't have that many notes. I think it was an interesting read. Really weird combination. But I enjoyed it. Yeah, Do you have anything cool. else about it? Bumblebee was in it for a second. Oh, yeah, so he was. You love that Bumblebee <laughs> movie. Read yeah. this. There you go. Hey, yeah, there you go. I agree. I think it's it's short. It was really easy to get through this one, too. So I, I say read it. Oh, it's enjoyable. yeah, the very end. When they're fighting like the Phantasm Megatron, uh, they give mm-hmm. Optimus Prime this awesome like ecto, uh, oh yeah, plasm <laughs> like scythe hand, which is fucking badass as hell. Yeah, as he makes that like laser axe or whatever, and in this one it's just like ectoplasm axe. So yeah, that cool. was cool. So that alone is worth checking out. Yeah, and they made like big Ghostbuster gear for the Transformers to wear, so that was fun too. Yeah. He- so yeah, check it out. Ghostbuster name tag. And a gun. Cool. Yeah. Slimer's in it too. Slimer and Starscream. He was that. in there. That was a blast. Yeah. Janine's there for a little bit. Sure. All your favorites. This is the nostalgia trip you want. Yeah. All your favorites from both sides. The cassette tape guy was there. Exactly. Throughout his cassettes. He sure did. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I think it's worth it. Read it. Do you have anything else about this one? No, I think we've covered it all. Let's yeah, some I didn't reviews, have... you cuck. That's right. All right, here's some reviews. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck! Okay, there are only two reviews. Uh, one of them is uh, not in English, so I'll skip that one. But he says it's five stars, and it's a 100% satisfate. So I think that means he's satisfied. Uh, but the other one is four stars. The title is Great Crossover. Two amazing franchises crossover in this amazing graphic novel. Great art that is a nice blend of the G1 Transformers cartoon and the real Ghostbusters. So that was it. I mean, nothing too crazy in the fucking reviews today. So check it out. Speaking of uh, team ups. Ghosts from the past. Oh, okay. Transition game strong. That's right. I'll put in an air horn. Alright, this better. is Uncanny X-Men Volume 2. Uncanny that's X-Men, Wolverine, and Cyclops. Yeah, okay, two. that's the one. Not to be confused with the Uncanny X-Men Volume 2. Um, it is confusing. It's extremely confusing, especially on that website. Yeah. Holy fuck. I tried to so, find okay. it just to like review and like see 
where we started off in this one because I couldn't remember where the previous one that I had physically ended. So I tried to just double check and it took me a while to find this. So this is the uh, 2019 one, right? Yeah, that would have good. We should have just called it that one. Yeah, seriously. I just took a guess and I'm like, ah, that looks like a lot of Wolverine and Cyclops. So let's do this. But anyway, what'd you, what did you think about this? I was a fan. Um, all right. I still have to go back and read however the fuck all of X-Men Red and X-Men Blue, those teams just vanish from the planet somehow. Because I have no idea how any of that happened. Wait, wait, wait. We read that, right? The, the young Cyclops, they went back to their well, own time or whatever. X-Men Blue was like the young ones, but I think that's what they call the team of Kitty Pride's school now. Because we have three different X-Men really? teams now. We have the X-Men Red, which is Jean Grey's underwater Namor team. And they were all disappeared. And then we have the Kitty Pride school team, which I, I'm, I don't know if they're still going by X-Men Blue without counting the original five or not, but that's what I'm referring to them as. And then we have this X-Men team led by Cyclops and uh, Wolverine, which I would assume is just X-Men Gold because no one else was using it. All right. But at the end of that X-Men Blue one, that's only those five and the ones who died, not all of X-Men were wiped out of existence, were they? You know, I don't know who's alive or who's dead because they were complaining about who was dead in the beginning and then they all came back for some reason. Um, so don't fucking ask me. Like Storm and all them, they're like, oh, she's dead at the beginning in the funeral for that werewolf lady. But then at the end, Storm comes up and they're like, oh, is that really you? And she's like, you betcha. I'm alive. So I read the issue that they do keep talking about with uh, Legion and uh, X-Men, Nathan Summers. I I did read that book, but I can't remember how it ended. Like it ended with them stopping Nate Gray and I think he dies, but I didn't think they were still trapped within Legion's mind at the end of that. But if that's what happened, then that would kind of make sense for why everyone is just like, disappeared and they can't find any trace of any of them but i didn't think all of them from both those teams were all there in that book it was only a, a handful of like important characters that he took with him so i don't really know if like that's how they wrote everyone else off into death or whatever it was but i i guess maybe that's what it was maybe they were all just inside a legion's mind still you know your guess is as good as mine i mean my guess is probably a little bit better I at least read that other book. <laughs> well, so, so to be fair. <laughs> okay, fine. You're the expert then. You're the fucking expert. No. Hmm? Oh, oh, shit. Air horn. Damn. Okay, well let's let's talk about what's going on here. So they're having a funeral for some werewolf lady, but I don't even know who the fuck Wolfbane. this was supposed to be. Rain St. Clair. Okay. Alright, they never said her name. I just wrote werewolf Wolfbane. woman. All right, well, no, thank you. Cyclops specifically says Rain. I think that's the first one he names by no, name. No, no, no. I know that her name was Rain. I didn't know her superhero name or whatever. Her alias is what I mean. Because, you know, you, you, you think Cyclops before you think Scott Summers, right? No. Well, all right. Well, maybe you? that's you then. Yes, I do. Oh. Think Wolverine before you think Logan, right? I think James Hallett. Who's that? Wolverine. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> all right. We had... Robot Legs Dark Beast. What the fuck is this all about? So Dark Beast is from the Age of Apocalypse world, which was another world created by Legion. And he's an evil beast. He works for Mr. Sinister and Apocalypse in that world. 
And I don't know how the fuck, but he somehow now lives in like the regular Earth 616. And he kind of explained a backstory of how like he thought he had died or he almost died. And then Sinister just brought him back as like a weird octopus ravager character now. All right. I don't know why they always act. They always refer to Dark Beast as like one of the most dangerous and deadly characters in all of X-Men lore. But he's he's the fucking beast. He's nothing. Like, sure, he's smart and can plan some super evil shit, but he never carries it out successfully, and he's stopped every single time he's ever tried to do fucking anything. Like, he's never once hmm. succeeded in anything even remotely impressive, and yet they also, like, talk him up like he's some super evil bad guy that they all need to worry about and fear. He ain't shit. Fuck Dark Beast. He's overrated. But he has cool robot legs. Yeah, that part is cool. And he's black. Like dark blue or gray. Is that that he's black? Is that why you don't like him? He's dark blue. <laughs> okay. So fuck those dark blue people. Exactly. Yeah. Actually just fuck the beast characters. Alright. Oh, and the, the juggernaut's on the X-Men team now. Whoa. Juggernaut. Bitch. Yeah, that was weird. Like, uh, so I guess it must have been the other issue before this. Like, Juggernaut randomly shows up with this team of, like, bad guys who they stop and take out. And then he's like, why are you even here, Juggernaut? You're not even a mutant. He's like, yeah, I know, but if the world's going to end, I'm going to go out doing what I do best, killing people. And then they're like, well, do you want to help us kill all these bad guys? And he's like, I've got nothing else to do. Sure. And that's how they accept him on the team, just like that. Said, yeah, I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. Exactly. Yeah. So he's in. Cool. Yep. You could you can tell we're getting down to the nitty gritty of like grab bag characters just that they oh, pick yeah. from obscurity because they're like accepting juggernaut as he was like trying to murder all of them. They're just like, hey, wait a sec. You want to work for us instead? And he's like, yeah, why not? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I like the juggernaut. He's pretty cool. It's a big guy. He runs around. I like this book just because it does have more of the like second or third string characters that you don't normally see on teams or doing anything but being page fillers. Yeah. Like I love I love multiple men. Jamie Maddox is one of the best. He's in this predominantly throughout. Then you also get like uh Mirage, who's the Valkyrie girl lady. She was right. in this heavily and Armor was in it for a little bit. Who's the robot guy, the half face robot guy? Like the yellow Jamie Maddox yeah. character? Oh so Wait, wait, really? That's Warlock. He's an yeah, alien I think that's species. It. Originally, he combined with uh, this X-Man named Cypher, but they both died. And his oh. alien race, like they, they were saying that was one of the things that those uh, the government was doing. They put Warlock into all the X-Men that they had captured. And that was how they were like making them fight for him. But then somehow Dark Beast figured out a way to take Warlock out of all the X-Men members that had him inside. And they just implanted him in one of Madrox's duplicates. So he's now just half Madrox, half Warlock. Oh, okay. That explains a lot of things then. Yeah. That was confusing to me. It's like, why are these guys wearing the same clothes? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're like eight. <laughs> all of Jamie Madrox. Then they had some cool bad guy characters. They had Scalp Hunter. He was a cool Native American guy, I think. And they had Blockbuster. That's a pretty cool name. It's a sick name, dude. Then they had the Nasty Boys. Oh, what yeah, the, fuck the Nasty is Boys are great. The Nasty Boys, Remember them from dude. the X-Men animated series? 
I, I don't, but that's oh, an awesome man. name. I love the Nasty Boys. They're just Mr. Sinister's henchmen for any time you would try to capture Cyclops and Jean Grey. Oh, okay. Nasty Boys. Wow, they really chose that name well. Sounds like some kind of a porn thing. I don't know what it would be, but I think it'd be a porn thing. Like uh, a group of dudes. I don't know. Uh, coming on things, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, nasty. that's nasty. Nastily. Fucking nasty. Yeah, nastily coming. There you go. <laughs> then they have Shinobi Shaw, who just kind of showed up and then killed himself because he's Japanese. That's a stereotype. Do Japanese people often kill themselves in fights? Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. They have a super high suicide rate over there. Oh. Then it's either for their honor. Writers. Yeah, it's either to preserve their honor. Or it's to it's because, you know, they're in an office all day and they have to work constantly and it's fucking sucks and they jump off the building. So it's <laughs> really? like one of two reasons, yeah. <laughs> oh man. That's dark. <laughs> they're just they just like they just have to keep crunching numbers all fucking day and then they just fucking can't take it anymore. They're working twelve hour days. Holy shit. Then they get they get they get blacked out drunk like before they go home. Oh, that's a cool. Then they wake up yeah, that's pretty cool. They gotta be carried home by their buddies. And then they have to wake up in the morning and go do it all over again. And then they just get tired of the loop. They go up to the to the top of their office building and jump off. What a, what a dark, <laughs> dark turn this episode has taken. Pretty fucking metal. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now they can't even go out to the uh, to the bars probably. I know. They're going to, oh, yeah. dude, the suicide rate is going to like quadruple over there. I wonder. Yeah, I mean, you can, you can crunch you numbers from home. If you can't do yeah. your blackout drinking, what's the point of living, then? Right, exactly. Another character was some demon thing. One of the mutants just randomly turned into a demon, and then oh, they're like, magic. oh, fuck. Okay, and then they're like, oh, fuck that, and they all teleport away, and then we never never to be heard from again. A lot going on in this book. It's a lot going on. Yeah, I mean, magic is the ruler of limbo, and they invented a virus that would take away X-Men's powers. And uh, her mutant ability is what keeps her in, like, a human-looking form as opposed to letting the demon just take over her. Oh. So when they took that away, that just unleashed the demon. And none of the X-Men can calm her down or, like, control it. So they're just like, yeah, nuts to this, we're out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Unleash the beast. Fuck yeah. Oh, man. So, uh, just a side note here. My brother is really excited about Doom Eternal. And it comes out the same day as uh, Animal Crossing. So there's been all these like memes about like Animal Crossing, cro- you know, crossing over with Doom, which is pretty cool. There's a trailer for Animal Crossing where someone just replaced all the audio with like a Doom trailer. So they have like all this like really badass like metal and it's like catching fish <laughs> and shit. It's awesome. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to get Animal Crossing now. I wasn't going to, but now I'm going to. Just play that music in the background as you're playing it. Like, I keep telling my brothers, like, yeah, dude, you excited for Animal Crossing? That's my new tagline is unleash the beast <laughs> for Animal Crossing, dude. Fuck yeah. I'm excited Sounds for awesome. that. I think I might get that game just because of uh, boredom. There you go. Seems like a real time sink. They did just release a brand new uh, DLC chapter in Dead by Daylight, which I had never even seen the commercial for. Really? And I was just on there yesterday, and I was like, oh, shit. That's What chapter new. is it? Yeah. Fuck you, I don't remember what it's called, but um it's like well, you're who's a, a killer? A Texas, you're like a, a Texan bounty hunter from the old old west killer. 
And there is a new character along with it and a new map that went along with it. So it's a full DLC pack. So it's like cowboy shit? Okay, cool. Potentially. I don't know. I, wow. haven't, I haven't seen him yet. He looks cool. All right. What else we got then? Oh, Emma Frost shows up and she, she says that uh, the X-Men usually handle boring racism, which is very true. Yeah. I mean, even biggest, this time. Biggest yeah. all the time. Even now in this volume. Always dealing with racism, dude. This was, if anyone's a fan of Emma Frost at all, this was kind of like her most like humanizing, sweetest moment ever. Like if you go back and reread all of it, like basically what happens is Scott Summers comes back from the dead. Emma Frost is the first one that realizes this because they have the psychic link together and she goes and finds him immediately. She's being uh, controlled by the governor who's like trying to wipe out mutants completely. And so to protect Scott Summers, she sets up this whole big elaborate plan where she makes him and every X-Man that's still alive completely forget about her. But because Juggernaut is not a mutant, she I guess she forgot to implant it in his mind too. So he's the one that reminds all the X-Men, like, hey, remember Emma Frost? Why don't we just get her to help? She's smart. She's good. And then Wolverine slowly remembers. He's like, oh, fuck. What an asshole. That bitch totally made us forget her. But anyway, it's like <laughs> she's doing all this just to save Scott Summers because she knows if the governor knows that he's alive, they'll all want to immediately kill him because he's like the biggest threat there is as far as mutants go. So it's yeah. all like this super sweet like love story of Emma Frost for Scott Summers. Which is actually really sweet because at the very end, when all the other X-Men come back from uh, wherever the fuck they were, Cyclops and Jean Grey embrace and they kiss, and you just kind of see Emma Frost like realizing that Cyclops always loved Jean number one and she'll always be like the second fiddle backup plan for him. So she's just kind of like walking away like sad, but happy that she saved Cyclops' life. It was kind of really sweet and touching and shit. Yep, I shed a tear. Yeah. Diamond tear. Ah. Uh, and then Emma makes, like, the whole world forget about mutants, so they're just, like, doing their mutant stuff, and people are just walking around like it's no, ain't no thing. Yeah, that was a great plan. That, that, that seems to work. Like they yeah. Just we're like, uh, nah, fuck this. Give it up. I'd rather them accept me for who I am. It's like, yeah. why? Fuck you. Fuck that. That has never worked in the history of X-Men for, like, 60 fucking years. <laughs> yeah, How seriously. How is it going to now work? Now that you've wiped out like all these like super powerful like government agents that were hunting them. Yeah. That's a pretty good plan. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, well, you know. Oh, and then uh the the governor somehow didn't forget though, and that's what ruined it. He brought his like big robots from uh Warlocks or whatever his name no, is. No, those were Sentinels. But why were they talking to uh Warlock? Oh, they were they did have the Warlock was in Planted in yeah, them, but they were just sentinels. So Warlock had to like kill himself to make them forget or whatever, something like that. Yeah, basically, basically this entire volume is just every single like shitty X Men character you kind of sort of remember, yeah. maybe. But at the end, they all have end up dying. So it's like, yeah, right. it was nice to catch up with them one last time. And then like all the important X Men that you actually give a fuck about and sell their books. They all came back, so everything's fine now. Right. Like, Wolverine and Cyclops, I think, are the only two that survived this whole massacre thing. But they're yeah, the only big two that you really need. Yeah, just make the whole... Have them carry the rest of the team, it's fine. Yeah, Havoc blows himself up like Vegeta with Majin Buu. That was pretty cool. Yeah. 
over nine hundred. I like that part. Like yeah, that's right. That's right. Dragon Ball Z reference. Oh, dude. Boom. That's more of a Bitcoin reference to me at this point. Bitcoin reference. Boom. Whenever whenever Bitcoin goes over $9,000, you see all the Vegeta memes. But right now, it's way below $9,000. It fucking sucks. Fucking coronavirus. That's Yeah, that's what's canceling out this internet-only currency that people use to buy shit from the internet. It is, dude. People panic sell. It's a panicking time. What is it out right now? Fucking $5,000, goddammit. I'll give you a 12-pack roll of toilet paper and Lysol wipes <laughs> for your Bitcoins. All right. Deal. Deal. It's a verbal contract. You've, heard, you've all heard that. Yeah. <laughs> give me that fucking toilet paper. Toilet paper memes have been pretty fun to watch, too. Yeah, How much toilet like, paper did you buy? The best one, the best one is the, uh, the family that comes home and sees the dog that like ripped up all the toilet paper. They're like family devastated <laughs> after, after they lost life savings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. How much toilet paper did you buy? Zero. I only buy Diet oh, Mountain man. Dew ever. That's all you oh, need. Oh, dude, how much, how much Diet Mountain Dew did you buy? Dude, I, I'm down to one. I have to go to the grocery store tomorrow. Oh, my God. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to brave it out tomorrow to restock on Diet Dew. Right. You're going to have to. Yeah. Fuck. Sacrifices have to be made in dire times. That's true. All right. Do you have anything else about Uncanny X-Men? I think that's all I got. It was fucking awesome. Everyone should check it out. Read the entire volume, not just this one part, so you have an idea of what the fuck's going on. Otherwise, you'll be yeah. insanely confused. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck. It's, it jumped around a lot for me, but it was still cool. A lot of It had cool stuff happening, so that was fun. Oh, yeah, and at some point in time, Chamber apparently took over leadership of the Morlocks. That happened, so that was cool. And then he got shot and died and told Cyclops he always hated him. Fuck you, Chamber. Fall in line. What a dick. All right, you want to hear a review? I sure do. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck! Also, not too many reviews here. There's only three. So the first one is four stars, and the title is Felt Rushed. Considering the direction they were going in, it was alright. It had action, but it felt a little rushed. And yeah, I guess he didn't really add much with that description, actually. So what, do you think it was rushed? I don't know. I have no idea when the fuck they started doing these, so... I waited until the very end of it, I guess, so no, not to me. Alright. I wasn't reading them month to month, though. Yeah, me either. The conclusion felt extremely, like... Oh, we need to wrap this up, like, right now. Okay, here, this'll do it. Like, that That conclusion did kind of feel a bit forced. Yeah, I guess I that's true. Liked, I would have liked to see what the fuck goes on, like, if they just go, just the survivors of that big battle, like Wolverine, Cyclops, Emma. I think those were the only three. You just have them dig around for a couple of issues before you just, like, reveal everyone else is right there to save them. Yeah, could have slowed it down a bit. All right, another four-star one. Pretty good lead-in to what's coming. He says, will be interesting to see where they go from here. That's it. So there you go. And then the last one is also four stars. Story is decent. Art is good. It drops you right into the X-Men universe. If you're not current on X-Men stories, you'll probably be lost. So <laughs> that's probably probably true. Okay. Like, yeah. um, considering they had like all these like C-list characters i was a little disappointed that they didn't have dazzler in there at all mm-hmm. this would have been a great chance for her to like 
shine and kick some ass for a little bit. Yeah, la- last time we saw her in something, it was, I mean, it's cool. You could do, like, cool art shit with all the fucking colors that she puts everywhere. So. And then, also when they brought back the red team, I didn't see yeah. Namor anywhere, so I'm kind of curious where the fuck he's at. Because, I mean, they use his kingdom as their home base, so he has to be with them. Can't encroach on Atlantis without their king. Yeah. They did have Dr. Nemesis though, and that was that was cool. I always like seeing him. He's a cool character. Yeah, I liked his uh his face mask. It's very yeah, current he's always for prepared. the times. Yeah. yeah. He's he's not catching any sort of coronavirus. Fuck coronavirus. Yeah. He's got his face mask on. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, uh, dude, they need a mutant who can like create toilet paper and face masks and shit. That would be the fucking one. If this if this keeps going, that'll be the next character they create. <laughs> yeah. We just or found a new one. A villain. Oh shit! He he makes them, but he just keeps them for himself. Fucking villain! That monster! Yeah, <laughs> he just hoards Purell. Yeah, fuck yeah, bathes in it. <laughs> so until we uh, go back to X Men to read about that guy, um, let's go ahead and move on here. Speaking of superhero teams, uh, we also watched Birds of Prey from two thousand two. Fuck these comic book shows. So what do you think of Birds of Prey? So, all right, Birds of Prey is supposed to be the team of Batgirl, the Huntress, and the Black Canary. And I have no fucking clue why on this. The Black Canary's power is that she's a telepath instead of just having that, like, supersonic scream and being a great fighter. Like, I don't know... Why the fuck they felt they needed to do that? That was a terrible idea. Yeah. And uh, it opens up, it opens up with uh, the Joker, the killing joke, basically, where he shoots Barbara Gordon and uh, paralyzes her. That was Yeah, that, that was, was cool. Interesting. I mean, we got Oracle as opposed to Batgirl. Yeah, that was a Joker that was better than Heath Ledger, too. That was Mark Hamill Joker. Oh, shit. Fuck yeah. Was it really? Yeah, he was credited as playing the Joker on this. Oh, dude, actually, unironically, it's a better Joker than... Fuck yeah. Oh, man, I didn't even know that. That's awesome. Um, what do you think of Aaron Paul's big breakthrough cameo? I love that uh, seeing Aaron Paul trying to rape in this. <laughs> That's awesome. Fuck yeah. Come on, Aaron Paul. Get stopped by the <laughs> Come on, Jesse. Jesse. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, we need bitch. to rape. That was awesome, dude. I'm so glad that he was like playing that kind of character too. It's <laughs> fuck yeah. I'm disappointed that he wasn't a bigger character though. I thought he was going to be in it more. Yeah, because he's like the very first person you see on that thing, and I was like, holy shit! I didn't know Aaron Paul was a part. Yeah, of the seriously, show. he was in like the first scene one, and then like toward the end of that episode, or in the toward the middle, and then he runs away, never to be seen again. Yeah, he he befriends the psychic black canary on a bus ride yeah. to the big city, and then he. Gets his rape attempt stopped by the Huntress, and then he just disappears. Yeah, he gets cock-blocked by the Huntress. Uh, episode 3. Is that the one with the like baby that grew in like three days and died? Is that the right episode? No. Oh, what episode was it? Uh, it was the one where the cop there was a guy who mutants, could... Or yeah, the cop who hates mutants, and he could... He could uh, yeah, that's confusing, right? But he could copy their powers if he's close to them to kill them. Okay, so did was Harley Quinn in that episode at all? She was in the end of 
the wait, I think she was in the end of the first episode. Okay, I just wanted yeah. you to see how like shitty this Harley Quinn was on this show. <laughs> yeah, that was a. She didn't really do anything. It was just like, oh yeah, hey, I'm Harley Quinn. All right, see you later. And that was all she did. Yeah, like she she mentions Joker one time, and now she's like setting up some master plan for him. But like yeah. we never see him again, other than that like shadow in the first episode when they're just telling the Batgirl backstory. Yeah, but I I wonder if he ever actually like either of them ever actually did anything or if they ever even fought each other because they're supposed to be the main bad guys of this show but i have no idea no yeah i didn't get that far i only watched what we said we were gonna watch and then turned it off i was like thank god this is over yeah i only i only watched the first disc oh okay i was getting up like letting the dog out i'm not i'm not pressing pause or anything yeah it, it was not a great show no it wasn't it was stupid um, I love how their transitions were like shitty two th- early 2000s CG for some reason of a city. It's like, here's Gotham and a computer, and then we're going here. It's like, what the fuck is this? But they only keep it up for like a second or less, just so, so you before you notice how shitty it looks. It's great, man. Perfect. As soon as I started thinking like, man, this looks really shitty. Let me get a closer look. They're like, boom, we're out of there. Here's some real stuff. I mean, that's just smart. Yeah, I don't want you to catch is. on. That's right. Oh, and I bet the Batwoman podcast would fucking love this show. You have Bruce Wayne, he's a bad dad in this. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the other big part. Like, yeah. Batman and the Catwoman are Huntress's parents in this. Yeah. Forgot all about that. Man, that's Oh stupid. yeah, dude. <laughs> She's like, my da- I have daddy issues. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, like, that one girl, girl would fucking adore this show. <laughs> Yo, fuck, dude. She would love it. I miss that girl. Do they still have yeah. a podcast? Do they still talk about it? Oh, God. I wonder. I wonder. I want to know. I'm going to look. I'm looking right fucking now. Soon. I'm going to check in on them right now. They're the best. Oh, dude. Where, where's their album art? Oh, they might have ended. Oh, it might be between Wait, seasons. wait, wait. Oh, no. They're still going. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess Batwoman is back on the air right now. They're doing episode 14. Grinning ear from ear. Sweet. Yeah, all right. I'm going to have to check in with them for real. Oh, dude, uh, I want to talk a little bit about Batwoman. Because I love her wheelchair. Because it just looked like those like fat people carts at Walmart. It was awesome, dude. It's a fancy wheelchair that she designed herself to give her Looks maximum... Like fighting ability <laughs> if she's ever challenged yeah it's just like really oddly high up and everything and uh i mean she, she had like to be comfortable at her desk so she can log in the stuff to the computer for missions and research so she can use her early 2000s holograms yeah, more dude. effectively yeah you got to be able to reach those mm-hmm. oh dude and she like came to save the day and she had a like a frisbee um, in the first episode, and she just like chucks this like bat frisbee at the <laughs> like psychic guy's head from the pilot. It was fucking great, man. It's like, what is that thing? Knocked him right out cold, though. It worked. Yeah, I I don't know why they didn't get like permission to use like an actual batarang. Yeah, it, it looked like maybe it was like a, a wheel from her wheelchair that just like detached into a, a bat maybe. symbol, like hubcap or something. Right. She just it's just a hubcap. She just checks it. <laughs> yeah, that thing was awesome. <laughs> Nothing fancy. 
Oh, dude, and she's she is a teacher at Riverdale High School because all the students there looked like they were in their like late twenties. It was awesome. Yeah, dude, I, I want to know. If, I want to see more about that. Was there? Oh yeah, I would have made I mean, this show infinitely better. Please. What else here? And then the last note I had was, uh, I like the music how they're playing like shitty new metal and Avril Lavigne and shit. Like that was awesome. Hey, come on! It was uh, 2002, dude. They were yeah, on par with the times. New, yeah, new metal was all the rage. Fuck yeah, Avril Lavigne, pretty badass. Why does it gotta be so complicated? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, dude. I haven't heard that song in a minute. But yeah, this is a real girl power show. So uh, if you like girl power, you can uh, you can watch this show. And if you hate girl power, you don't need to watch this show. <laughs> Anything else you have about this? Not really. I mean, I wasn't thrilled with it. Yeah, honestly. you definitely aren't missing anything if you don't watch it. No. Except for like a couple good laughs, I guess. Yeah, if you want to hear Avril Lavigne. Yeah, if you're nostalgic for some killer new metal, here you go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. New metal all day. Let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> oh, did we mention that Alfred is narrating? Oh, yeah, I forgot that super shitty yeah. Alfred was in this. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah, Alfred. Why is Alfred narrating this show? That's weird. Because he was <laughs> the Huntress's dad's butler, and now he's passed along to her, I guess. <laughs> but why make why make him the narrator? That's fucking weird. Because it's all about his point of view, isn't it? Oh, I guess you're right. That's all I have, then. Check out this show, and then check out the movie that we haven't seen. Yeah. And then uh, tell us tell us how it is. Yeah, they're probably comparable. Probably. So, speaking of uh, TV shows, I watched another TV show, The Walking Dead. Fuck yeah, let's get into that update. The Walking Dead update. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Sweet. Sweet drop. In The Walking Dead, Eugene is uh, talking more to uh, the radio girl. I think, I think Stephanie was her name. Um, so he's talking to her more about like getting to know her and shit like that. And then Rosita comes to Eugene's, I don't know what it is. It's like his jerk off shack or something yeah, or whatever, wherever the fuck he is. And he was like, uh, in the other room. And then the Stephanie's like saying like, you know, hello, you there come in, you know, sugar bear or whatever the fuck their pet name was. Oh shit. And, uh, Eugene. Oh yeah, dude. They're yeah. And then Rosita's like, hello, who is it? And then, then, uh, you know, Stephanie hangs up. Eugene's like, oh, no, this is a mistake. Please don't do that. So, dude, Rosita just comes in to, like, fuck with Eugene. Like, she is a fucking blight on his life. It's like, he gets some shit together. <laughs> she comes right in. It's like, here it goes. You know, I'm going to fucking ruin this, too. Damn, dude. That's why she's my favorite. Exactly. She's relatable. <laughs> yeah. You just go in there and fuck it up. But then they're talking later about, um, oh, Eugene, you really like this girl. And then she's like, all right, Eugene, you can kiss me. And then they get real close and Eugene's like, you know, I don't even want to. I want to I want to go and kiss this person here. It's like, you fucking cuck. You can't even get it when it's. Damn. That's that's stone cold. What a bitch. He's like, oh, you you finally found happiness with someone who's infinitely better for you than I am. Yeah, I I got to I got to rehook you. No, she's like, okay, you can kiss me. And then he's like, oh, actually, I'm going to decline. I want to I want to kiss this uh, girl on the radio or whatever, this fat yeah, chick good. on the radio. You're, you're a cunt. <laughs> right. And so while they're doing this, all the while, there's like a horde coming. The whispers are coming to fuck with them and all that to get revenge for whatever the fuck they were doing before. Beta. And, right, right, yeah. Did an alpha die? Not yet. 
Oh. But, you know, spoiler alert. Come on. Anyway, while they're doing this, Eugene is, they're all preparing to, for a fight and everything. Eugene's like in his stupid armor. And then he's, he goes to the radio and tries to communicate with Stephanie one more time. And how he does it is he starts singing a, a late Iron Maiden song. And then, you know, he's like, what? <laughs> it was weird, dude. I'm like, he starts singing this. I'm like, what the, f- is this seriously an Iron Maiden song? It is. Run to the hills? Because they're running Oh, dude, the no. Board? Late Iron Maiden. No, it's, it's uh, When the Wild Wind Blows from the Final Frontier album from like 2010. It's like, I think the show says that the zombie apocalypse started before that even came out. You're the only I think, person I think in the supposed world to be like catch that continuity error though, so they they didn't care. I know, yeah, that's true. That's probably a ton like that, but yeah, he's just like singing Iron Maiden. And, you know, he sings the first couple lines of that song, and then uh, Stephanie like comes back and like starts you know continuing the song over the radio to show like, oh, we're together now. It's like, how do two people know that song? It's a fucking deep cut, dude. I've never heard of it. I'm gonna play that deep cut drop by Jamie Josta right here. Deep cut! Fucking deep cuts. Is it, is it one of the deep cuts you played during our Iron Maiden episode? No, no, it's not okay, one of those deep I've cuts, but it's a it. deep, deep cut. Yeah. So I was surprised to see that. That was weird. It's one of the better songs off of that album, but it's, it's still like one that you probably, I think that whole album, probably people wouldn't recognize the song like all that readily. Like if they were singing Run to the Hills, I would get it. You know, it's like, oh yeah, I remember that song. That was a popular song. That would have been way better since they had a horde coming. Like visually, visually run to the hills works perfectly for a zombie apocalypse show. That song that he was singing is about like a, a coming like nuclear holocaust and like the end of the world and how people are dealing with the knowing of the coming doom. So it, it did make sense where it was. The doom already but, came. It's already a zombie apocalypse. They've been in it for 12 seasons now. But now it's like they have something too big that's coming. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It was cool to hear Iron Maiden. Let's put more Iron Maiden in there. Let's see. Oh, dude, they had fucking uh, RJ popped up for a couple seconds. Do you remember RJ? From the video game? No, no, no. RJ. Rick Jr. The, like, Michonne and Rick child. I totally forgot that he existed. And, like, he hasn't been in there for, like, many, many episodes. And then he's just like, okay, come on, RJ, get on the train. Or whatever the fuck they're getting on. I don't think it was a train, though. Wait, Rick and Michonne had a kid? Are you talking about oh, yeah. Judith? No, another kid. That's Rick and uh, Is this, uh, this is a kid that Michonne just finds and adopts, right? She doesn't actually have a no, kid. No, I think she actually had it. It was a little confusing. That's, that's when they were still trying to transition from not having Rick anymore. So it was, it was yeah, a lot of weird stuff. I don't remember this kid at all. Okay. Yeah, I forgot about him too. And actually, Michonne hasn't been in the show in a long time either. So I don't know what the fuck she's doing. So that happened. Ezekiel uh, bangs Carol again. So so they bang, and then he's like laying on the bed, just sprawled out like a like Jesus in the crucifixion <laughs> thing. So like I think well, he's gonna yeah. get he's gonna have to do some self sacrificing later with all this fucking Jesus imagery. Well, it could have just been sexy imagery. I mean, hefty, that's true. Hefty dude laying out like that. Yeah, yeah. That's all I get my ladies. He he wasn't sweating enough though, I guess. Oh, okay. Then. A little different from your style. Oh, okay. So then the the horde is coming, and they're getting ready for it, and they build a shield wall, which is pretty metal. Oh fuck yeah! Like a Marth. 
Oh yeah, hell yeah. Fucking building shield walls. And then the whispers start uh catapulting water balloons but filled with gasoline oh, and then shooting oh. no 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 that'd be funny too God damn but it. it was full full of gas and then they're having fire arrows shoot at them that's and it's cool, like dude. oh it man they so are much fucked. cooler if it was fucking pissed i got so excited when you said they were water balloons oh dude that would be good I, I yeah came to life fuck yeah just like fucking death stranding <laughs> <laughs> be awesome but no so they're like lighting them up that way and that's like the cliffhanger of the first episode i watched and then the next one they're kind of fighting a little bit, but they never really come back to that fire thing either. Like they just kind of stop. They shoot, they shot like one wave of fire arrows and then that was it. And Eek. it's like, well, you could have shot more. I think you would have burned the shit out of people, but then they don't really show how this skirmish ends. They just kind of cut to the next scene. And it's like, now they're in the, the charred ruins of the battlefield. It's like, well, how'd they get out of that one? They were like fighting a bunch of zombies and the zombies kind of stopped. And then they're just like, all right, cut to blah, blah, blah. Hmm. Like what the fuck? It was weird, but yeah, we have Negan walking around with his uh, whisperer mask now. He's he's like just wearing a whisperer mask, and then otherwise his clothes look squeaky clean. I don't know how that. Yeah, how to get the works. shit off of himself? Yeah, he had to clean off the shit, do laundry. What else? They're walking around with a baby. Like the whisperers left a baby a long time ago, and now there's other whisperers. Like, oh, I want to see the baby because she was helping him because she doesn't like Alpha anymore. She sees this baby and you hear like the sound in the show. You hear the sound of like a, of an infant crying. And then they're like, all right, you want to try holding the baby to make him stop crying? And they hand over the baby and like the blanket moves. And then you can see like you can actually see this baby who is not crying at all, by the way, and is like six years old. <laughs> so it's really fucking weird. The baby mm. was an enormous. It was a huge baby, fully grown. They had thicker hair than 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 me and you. It was, it was fucking crazy. There's an old man who helped all the children escape, including Judith and RJ. And he got bit and then he had to like kill himself by, you know, he like put a table on its side and then put like a railroad tie sticking out of the top and put it back up and like slams his head on it to like kill himself. Jesus. <laughs> it was pretty That's fucking awesome. metal, dude. Yeah. Holy shit. But, but he fucked up and like he killed himself, but he didn't destroy his brain because he kind of slipped, I guess. And then Judith had to kill him. But that yeah, it was pretty awesome. fucking badass. Wow. Yeah, it was awesome, dude. I like that part a lot. Oh yeah, and then uh, Beta's mask kind of rips off a little bit, and one of the other rep, uh, one of the other whispers recognizes him. It's like, oh, I thought that was you, and the, it's, it, is it you're you're this person? And then uh, yeah, he just kills him. Celebrity college basketball player, remember? Yeah. So they finally acknowledge that. They they hinted at he was someone recognizable, but Beta killed him before he could say who it was. And then the last thing is Negan finds and captures Lydia for Alpha and ties her up in a shed and then brings Alpha to the shed. And um, then it turns out that Negan put Lydia in a different shed to protect her. And uh, then Alpha goes in this other shed that they're at and he slits her throat, cuts off her head, brings it to Carol. And Carol's like, oh, took you long enough. So I guess Carol was in on it, too. So then there you have Carol, the one who lets him go to the whisperer land. I don't remember. That was forever ago. Oh, check the archives. Why why did they even put Lydia in a shed? I think you, I don't know why you did that. Hey, I captured your daughter and I threw her in the shed to hide her. Come with me all alone and we'll go get her. Like, why do you even need to like capture her and tie her up into a shed? That's a good question. I mean, it's not like he needed Lydia to lure her because he just went over it and said like, 
hey, I found Lydia. It's like you could just lie and say yeah. that. Yeah, I don't what, know why. What an unnecessary like effort and step. He like tied her to a thing. chair and everything, man. It was like it's a waste of his time. Fuck? It's a waste of how many ever days it took him to like hunt her down yeah. and capture her. I don't know, man. It was a weird choice, but that's what he that's what happened. It's so that, that, that was for the audience. I think it's solely the audience. Solely so the viewers yeah. think that he's actually turning on her. Mm-hmm. Oh man, so he actually killed her now? Yeah, yeah. But he didn't do it while fucking her, so does it really count? I know. Well, I mean, her head is not part of her body anymore, so I guess it does. Eh. Maybe he fucked the head. Yeah, ew, yeah. <laughs> That's where you get bit. That's true, yeah. You want to fuck the body with the, yeah. the head gone. Yeah, okay, you're right. If you're going to fuck a zombie, that's the way to do it. Yeah, I agree. Safety precautions, man. Right. These are uncertain times in our world right now. Every safety precaution right. you can take, you should. Same with the coronavirus. Exactly. That's why I behead all my <laughs> Tinder dates first. Before oh, shit. DC the God on Tinder. <laughs> That's right. Come say what's up, ladies. Yeah. Your head will separate from your body. Make the worst mistake of your life. That's Please. right. It'll be the worst mistake right up until the last, until your last mistake. Literally, the worst mistake yeah. of your life. All right, so that's all we have about The Walking Dead. I, I think they're getting better right now. I th- they're kind of figuring it out. It's entertaining more so than it was when they were trying to move things over. You know, I said that last time, I think. But yeah, still, I agree with what I said. That's good. So, speaking of, uh, yeah, I don't know, fuck, fucking being on lockdown because of coming apocalypses you're playing mlb the show now sure fucking am all right tell us about it dude it's so much fun it's video game baseball so even though real life baseball is canceled for at least a fucking month and a half i can play this shitty video game version of it and pretend like it's happening home run that's a real sports talk right there that's right we're getting real on this episode. That's right. So are the Indians going to take the World Series this year in Absolutely your MLB The Show? not even going to probably make the playoffs in real life. But in the show, we're dominating the AL Central right now. Mm-hmm. We're 11-1. and one. Nice. Got a comfortable lead so far. All right. The AL Central division title is ours. I made some roster adjustments to acquire some good players. I get rid of like, okay. the shitty players. So that was a big help. If they could do that in real life, they'll be unstoppable for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I had Let's zero hope. issues. I had zero issues signing Francisco Lindor to a contract extension during my spring training. But unfortunately, in real life, we were unable to do that. So if they would just take a cue from me, everything would work out fine. Fuck Chris Antonetti. Hire me as the GM instead. I'm killing it in the show, you guys. This is our real chance. The key is, give him as much money as humanly possible that you can fit into the budget and that he wants. Just do that. It's worth it. He's that fucking good. You got it all figured out. He's that fucking good. It doesn't matter that we're not going to recoup any of it because we can't sell a ticket to fucking save our lives. (laughs) Fuck the Dolan's fortune. It doesn't mean shit to me. I'm the GM. I'm not him. I'll squander their fortune on Francisco Lindor. It's fine with me. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. It worked in the show. It'll work in real life. Yeah, it's a simulator. Exactly. Yeah, you'll be fine. 
So I guess play the show, everyone. Definitely play the show. Franchise mode. Right. Add these to the guy on PlayStation. Come play me. Oh, hell yeah. So, I've also been playing a game other than Stardew Valley. I've been playing Bulletstorm, Duke of Switch edition, uh, which I mentioned a few months ago. Do you remember me talking about this game? I just checked the archives. Now I do. I don't. Oh, okay, good. Oh, all right. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. It's like, so for... it's like Modern Warfare? No, it's like a first-person shooter uh, with special guest Duke Nukem in it. Oh, it's a side-scroller one? No, no, it's a shooter. Oh. A for, a FPS, first-person shooter. But Duke Nukem's in it, so you can play through the story mode of this game as Duke Nukem, and how they do it is that they just took the story mode of this original game, and then they took out the main character and just put Duke Nukem in it, and they just have the exact same story, and all the other characters talk to you as if you were that other character, but Duke Nukem just says hilarious shit. So it's awesome, and then they just like, it's just non-sequiturs, it's great. They're calling Duke Nukem Gray, because that's the name of the character. <laughs> it's like, my, that's not my name, and then he just starts ignoring it. And then they like, and then at one point he's like, you're waiting on an elevator with someone who's like, no, you must be, uh, you know, are you analyzing me or are you uh, checking out my ass and these jeans? And the guy's just like, maybe a little bit of both. And then he's like, oh, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm not judging you. Yeah, Yeah, it's like, (laughs) it's just Duke Nukem saying non sequiturs. It's amazing. I love how they did it. That's how to add the character into a game. It's fucking great. I don't even care about the original story. Just give me all the Duke Nukem stuff. Yeah, that's all you need. Mm-hmm. And they were like get cracking or uh, hacking into a computer, and then Duke Nukem just like, "Hey, what's on that porno machine?" and like shit like that. It's awesome, dude. Uh, I love it. This one's so on that's Switch? what I'm doing. It was originally on 360. Oh, it just came out for. It was just ported to Switch. I mean, it still looks good. It was. I guess it was a looked really good on 360, and even now it looks fine. I mean, it's a decent game. Very smooth. It's playable. Seems like it's a lot of fun. It is, yeah. Play as Duke Nukem. Everyone's swearing a lot in it. It's awesome. Sweet. Yeah. I just got that Star Wars Fallen Jedi or Jedi Battle, whatever that new one is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got it today, so I haven't tried it yet, but I heard good things about it, so hopefully it's fun. Yeah, you'll have to let us know. Well, all right, anything else you want to talk about today? Uh, no. I don't think I have anything else either. So, what do you want to watch for, or fuck, well, watch and read for next week? So, I, I was originally going to pick a Dexter book to read, but then today, I found this other thing, and I'm going to pick this other thing instead. Okay. It's Marvel and DC Presents featuring the Uncanny X-Men and the new Teen Titans. It's a crossover between X-Men and Teen Titans from 1982. Oh my. All right. Sounds cool. We'll check that out. I was going to bring that uh, Jesus is a roommate for Superman thing, but I I also found something else that I think might be funnier. Uh, It's Superman smashes the clan. Oh, shit. I, I'm at, I, I'm I at hope, odds. I, I don't know what to Klu pick Klux here. And not the Wu Tang. I think it's a Ku Klux Klan. Okay. Yeah. But I'm at odds. What what should we do here? What do you think? Are they both single issues? Because we could just do them both if they are. No, they're both like volumes. 
Ah, oh, man. Because uh, I really both are interesting. I, know, I keep putting off this uh, this Jesus roommate one. Yeah, I want to I want to read about this Superman versus the Klan thing. That sounds funny. So let's let's do that. Superman smashes the Klan. Nice. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm excited for that one. All right. Uh, um, any TV show you want to watch or what? If we need to, we can go as far back as like the old Wonder Woman show from the seventies, or that old Incredible Hulk with Lou Ferrigno. Oh God! All right. You want to watch, you want to watch something like that? Or we can go with cartoons. We can keep going the cartoons. Let's do cartoons because it's easier. Do you want to do the Spider-Man one? Okay. All right. Let's see the best episodes of Spider-Man the animated series. Number one is Spider Wars one to two. That's also the finale. So okay. I guess that was the best. That might be fun. Sure. All right. Let's let's do that one. It seems seems like a good way to do it. All right. Spider Wars one and two. So we'll just do the two parter episode. Seems like it's a Spider-Verse thing, so that'd be cool. I think this predates the Spider-Verse, though. Yeah, it does, for sure. Spider-Verse, I think, was like 2010-ish. Spider-Verse? Yeah. Oh, you mean the comics? Yeah. yeah. All right. Why, what Spider-Verse did you mean? Uh, uh, the 2018 movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. That one, too. Sure. To recap, then, we are reading Superman Smashes the Clan, and what was yours again? Marvel and DC present featuring the Uncanny X-Men and the new Teen Titans. All right. And Spider-Man, the animated series from the 90s. Uh, finale, Spider-Wars 1 and 2. You can so find me on go. the internet at these do the God. Boom. All right. <laughs> find me on the internet at Donnie Ohm. Find us on the internet at Giraffes HBT Pod. Patreon.com slash Giraffes Have Black Tongues. And for the music, go to soundcloud.com slash Daniel Burbank. That's it then. So we'll see you guys in two weeks. Tinder.com slash Jesus the God, ladies. That's right. Two weeks. Bye. How many claws did you get through? I got through three Guinnesses. Nice. Yeah. Pretty good. Where were you when you found that, uh, the, uh, citrus loco or the sheets sheets. Okay. And the, uh, well, both of them were there. Yeah. Need to try that one. Yeah. I assume it's Uh, a stockpile them. Yeah. It's the end of the world. I got to go out surrounded by delicious flavors that's right so are you staying on lockdown or are you still going out and living life as normal i mean i have to go out tomorrow to just buy more diet do and restock oh yeah gotta do that but i mean that's an essential trip right that doesn't count the library is closed so i can't go there and like get new shit to read which sucks damn dude probably go to the park outside right yeah but who the fuck wants to go for a walk <laughs> that's yeah. almost exercise dude fucking nature yeah if I, if I really wanted to exercise i'd play video game baseball and exercise oh, yeah my physical baseball form right as well as my mind and reaction time and you know <laughs> contact yeah. swing
right? All the essentials. Man, I just got a gym membership um, like two <laughs> weeks ago, and uh, now it's I, I suspended it. But I was gonna say, I yeah, I, I wouldn't go to the gym right now. Uh, no, I had to go in to suspend it though, <laughs> and there was like five people in there. It was like, damn, dude, maybe I should do a workout here real quick. It's like so not crowded. It's awesome. Fucking Planet Fitness. Yeah, but God only knows how many people have been touching and sweating all over all that equipment without washing their hands first or like yeah, that's sanitizing true. themselves. They, they're they supposed to sanitize the machines after use, though. I guess, you know, I could just sanitize it before yeah. use, too. Wink, wink. I'd probably do that. You're also supposed to wipe off your own sweat, but yeah, that's what that I shit. mean. That cuts into your I mean. core burning. <laughs> I'm trying to get I, mean, I, do I don't it. have time to like wipe down my sweat. Yeah, true. I got I got to lift more weights. Yeah. How many cases are in Ohio now? 700. 750. Fuck close. Yeah. That was a good guess. Ah, damn it. Yep. They're not factoring in all the women I've contaminated yet. <laughs> right. You joke, and then we're talking about the Hiv, right? In two weeks, we'll know. Oh yeah, the Hiv. In two weeks, we'll know how big of a joke that is. <laughs> <laughs> I make jo- I make jokes like Rudy Gobert. Have you seen the clip of him yet? No. Okay, so he's the Utah Jazz basketball player. Oh, he and he's like, conference. okay, yeah. My uh, oh, I think I'm sick, and then rubbed down every single microphone like a complete asshole. What and then later dick. that day, tested that. positive for having it, <laughs> which what immediately makes him my all-time favorite fucking basketball player and human being. What a fucking great guy! I love you, Rudy Gobert. You're the fucking legend. Put all your <laughs> bets on that guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. That was funny. That was awesome. Oh, I saw right before we we started recording that uh, Idris Elba tested positive. Oh shit. Yeah, dude. Like, it was fine when it was, like, charming and, like, beloved Tom Hanks, but now that it's, like, sexy as fuck, Idris yeah. fucking Elba, now it's a real problem. It is. Everyone needs to take this shit seriously now. If yeah, seriously. Affect... Uh, gets fucking serious. Yeah. Yeah. It can affect Stalker, uh, what was his name on the wire? Ch- Stalker Chainum? Oh, fuck. I don't know. Okay, I haven't watched that show forever, I forget. Stringer I've never Bell. seen it. Stringer Bell. Stringer fucking Bell. Yeah, if it can affect him, we're all in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, Future James are. Bond himself has it. Not even M could save him from it. Gotta watch out out there. Do you ever watch that Netflix show? Or it might be a movie, but it's like him in England, and he's using all the like cogni slang, and he's just like a, a house party DJ slash no. rave techno DJ. It's, no, it's weird. What the it's fuck? weird, but it's awesome. All right, I can't remember what the fuck it's called. It's like Charlie at Home or something like that. <laughs> Check it out. I've never heard of it. Okay. Can't recommend it enough. Oh, wouldn't it be, shouldn't it be Charlie in the house if he's a DJ? I have no idea. Maybe it is. Should be in the house. That's what I would do if my main character was a DJ. Well, I, I think he moves back in with like his sister or something. Oh, so now he's at home. Yeah. Like all okay. of us struggling DJs are. Right. All right. Maybe I'll try that then. But it's always weird to hear him actually speak in his native accent. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, because he always plays American characters so well. 
Plus, he's just so goddamn handsome. Yeah, that's the that's the main thing. Yeah. So, coronavirus. What's the difference between pandemic and epidemic? Pandemic is worse. It's like by how many millions? Well, pandemics are global, and epidemic are uh, local. I could be wrong. <laughs> I'm gonna check that and maybe cut that. No, we're leaving that part. That's how for I sure. understood. It. That's how I understood it. <laughs> I'm gonna check it. This episode right should be called The Nasty Boys. Ooh, yeah, I like that. So so if anyone is still listening, my idea for what the Nasty Boys is it's like some of that like super, super gross shit that only I watch. Where like they're pissing on people and just like gangbang style bukkakiing everywhere. That's some nasty shit. That's what the nasty boys would probably do. Yeah. Yeah, pandemic is a an epidemic over a very large area. So then pandemic is bigger than an epidemic yes okay i'm right i'm fucking smart wait you're you told me the epidemic was global and pandemic was smaller no that's the opposite is what i told you because they always call it a zombie epidemic not a pandemic they call it a zombie they don't know if it's worldwide i don't really hear them calling it anything do they call it that they call it an outbreak i've heard it called epidemic before Really? All right. Well, maybe they're wrong. They're not as because, smart as me. That's just because in these zombie apocalypses, they're cut off from the rest of the world and they don't know if it's a worldwide phenomenon yet. Is that? Yeah, that could be one? it. Probably. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I guess uh, we'll go ahead and stop it there. Have fun staying at home, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to this shit. Wash your hands, you filthy fucking monsters. Yeah, seriously. Before, during, and after jerking off. Always. Right. And, uh, you know, these the intervals of these episodes are um, two weeks, same as the uh, coronavirus gestation thing. So I think that's that's nice. You can sort of, <laughs> you can mark whether or not you have coronavirus from, you know, two weeks ago by these episodes. So, so ladies, there you go. So ladies that have gone out with me recently, you know which episode. Yeah. So if you have coronavirus by the next episode it's because of dave you're welcome (laughs) yeah also get yourself tested for stds you've got those two now yeah for sure hpv is a fact (laughs) all right see you in two weeks wait cut cut that out where i'm admitting to all that That (laughs) okay not reflect favorably (laughs) upon me it'll be fine people they'll understand (laughs) they won't listen to that part don't worry dave's licking his microphone right now just like the Utah Put Jazz. In my person. mouth. Yeah, I'm ready to go bury yeah. the shit out of this microphone. <laughs> yeah. Don't share microphones, by the way. Never. Well, especially now. Your microphone's your microphone. I'm, I'm deep throated in my microphone right now. Yeah, that's why you don't want to share it. I mean, you can share mine. I don't mind. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. Let's, let's trade off. Okay, cool. All right. See you in two weeks. Yeah, bye.